Good morning from Skift. It's Wednesday, January 20th in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. And now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. U.S. travel executives will watch with hope along with the rest of the world at noon Wednesday as Joe Biden and Kamala Harris assume the office of president and vice of the United States. The swearing-in will mark the end of four long years of Donald Trump that left the industry frustrated and even baffled by stifling policies. Things get better immediately as President Biden will overturn Trump's ban from Muslim-majority countries through executive order just hours after being sworn in. But that's just one reason travel executives are hopeful. The new 117th Congress sharing the same party, majority party, as the president means policies impacting travel should not face the same familiar partisan bottlenecks. Biden's $1.9 trillion injection plan for the U.S. economy to battle the impact of the pandemic will provide assistance to businesses and consumers, providing a lift to gross domestic product that is certain to benefit the travel sector. And Biden's laser focus on curbing the pandemic, he will not follow through with Trump's proposal to lift bans on travel from Europe, UK and Brazil, will ultimately set a renewed example for the world and set the stage for a return to travel. It seems like 100 years ago now, but Barack Obama was the first sitting U.S. president to sit down with the travel industry around a table and discuss the challenges facing tourism. At the dawn of 2021, travel executives see Biden as a return to those days and steadiness. Much is still unknown, but here's how things could change across the U.S. travel industry from a policy perspective. The Skift staff takes a look at what policies could change under each of travel sectors. Next, the United Nations World Tourism Organization's Executive Council voted Tuesday to re-elect sitting Secretary General Zurab Pololikashvili as leader of the UN's tourism body for another four years. The vote from its 35-member Executive Council, held in Madrid, comes in spite of recent formal objections filed by former UNWTO leaders, including Talib Rafai, about alleged impropriety by Pololikashvili and the UNWTO as it relates to the election process, such as shortening the candidacy submission window and bumping up the Security Council meeting to January instead of holding it at its usual time in May. His sole opposing candidate, Bahrain's nominee, Sheikha Mai, and the first female candidate for secretary general that UNWTO has seen, managed to travel to Madrid against all odds to campaign and meet with representatives of member countries in spite of COVID travel restrictions, writes global tourism reporter Lebowit Lily Gurma. Finally, we end with a story about the easing anxieties about the return of the Boeing 737 MAX jet. Transport Canada, the country's transportation ministry, said it will lift restrictions on the Boeing 737 MAX Wednesday, clearing the way for the aircraft to fly again in Canadian airspace, writes Airline Weekly editor Madhu Unikrishnan. European aviation regulators said it plans to recertify the MAX next week, but did not offer a precise timeline. The FAA recertified the MAX last year, but U.S. airlines were prohibited from flying the aircraft in Canada until Transport Canada lifted its ban. 
For more travel stories, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com slash daily.